uh, I know when uh, maybe we forget where we've been, but uh, we never had gotten completely through the fourth chapter uh, of Ephesians. And I'm going to, by the grace of God, try to finish it up tonight. And uh, that's the scriptures we're going to be at in case you want. Some people uh, don't um, uh, follow the screen, like to follow their own Bible. That's fine. But that's, if you want, if you're following your own Bible, that's where we're going to. Fourth chapter, we're going to pick up at verse 25. We're going to read down through the rest of the chapter. Um, and we're going to, I'm going to go ahead and read the verses, and then what we're going to do is go back and uh, bring out the highlights of what we, uh, what we read and see what kind of meat we can get from the Word of God tonight. He says, Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man the truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Be ye angry, and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath, neither give place to the devil. Before I move on, I want to call your attention to that right there. Uh, I hear that last phrase right there quoted a lot and pulled out of context, uh, that neither give place to the devil uh, links to being angry and sin not. It's tied together. Some people try to pull it away from that and apply it to other things, but it's, it's tied together. And uh, I'll show you what we mean a little bit later, later on. But he says, Put in a way lying, speak every man the truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath, Neither give place to the devil. Let him that stole steal no more. But rather let him labor, working with his hands, the thing which is good, that he may have to give to him uh, that needeth. Then he says, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying that it may minister grace unto the hearers. That's important right there. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. And be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. And that is verse 32, finishing out that chapter. I have chosen a study topic tonight to go along with what we've read. We're going to be talking about Christian conduct, living by a code of ethics. Christian conduct, living by a code of ethics. People today, we are living in a time that people are watering down the Word of God so much 
It's just, it's just plain uh, uh, pathetic. Uh, and a lot of, lot of people today, especially uh, uh, a lot of the younger gener- generation, uh, is given, given over uh, to um, uh, certain things uh, that uh, does not adhere to sound doctrine. Uh, and uh, it's it church. It's more than just saying you believe in God. Amen. It's more than just saying that you believe in His Word. It's more than just coming to church and sitting on a pew. And I know you've heard this one before. I've heard it several times. I've I've used it, and it's the truth. Going to church don't no more make you a Christian than sitting in a garage, garage makes you a Ford. Hallelujah. Amen. There, there is uh, a, a conduct, a behavior that's expected of us once we have been born again, filled with His Spirit. Now, we're going to go back and we're going to break these scriptures down to the red and I've got different little topics. If you want, if you're, I see some are taking notes. You want to take these notes down. Uh, we're going to break this down. How many have has heard the uh, the saying that honesty is the best policy? I think we've all heard that. Honesty is the best policy. But I'm telling you tonight, church, for the child of God and those who have been born again. Honesty is not the best policy. Honesty is the only policy. Hallelujah. Honesty is the only policy for the born-again believer in Jesus Christ. Now, what he said on this, he said, Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man the truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. Hallelujah. So this is where we get the point that we're talking about. Honesty is the only policy. Hallelujah. Amen. We need to live our lives, amen, honest and without deception. Um, I've heard Sister Darlene say it a lot, and and she picked it up, and she mentioned that here uh the other week, uh, um, um, a, a saint of God and a member um, of our church for many, many years, uh, uh, a uh, pillar in the church, Brother Ira Baggett, he had a, he had a sister, was also a, a godly woman, and she used to come and visit us uh, all the time, and uh, uh, she talked about, you know, being real, and... Uh, we, that's, that's what we should strive for is, is to be real. Uh, we don't need to try to uh, put ourselves to be something that we're not. Uh, we all are sinners saved by the grace of God. Amen. I'm, I stand in need of His mercy. I stand in need of His grace. And we all do. Hallelujah. Amen. Lying, uh, put away lying. You know, we... There's, 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 there's a code of a conduct, a code of ethics that the child of God uh, should, should, should follow. Um, 
every man speak the truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, some, some people, uh, and, I, and I've got my, I got my mind focused on some that I've, I've seen in the church in the past, that they lie so much, they get to where they believe their own stories. Hallelujah. I think we've got a few politicians in Washington like that. Amen. They lie so much, they believe their own stories. Uh, but um, for the child of God, honesty is the only policy. But then, that's not all he had to say. The, the next point that we're talking about in these scriptures that we read, control your temper. Ouch. Control your temper. Um, that's part of the conduct. Now, the scripture that we talked, I'm bringing this out is, he said, be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath, neither give place to the devil. Okay, now, um, I preached a message one time <laughs> uh, that uh, it, uh, it, it, took, it took everybody a few minutes to kind of figure out where I was going to, but uh, uh, I talked about it in the message. I can't, I can't remember what the title of the message was, but I talked about, I says, a man who don't never get angry is no count for much. And folks, I mean, and that's the truth. There, the Bible talks about righteous anger, righteous indignation. If you don't listen to all the junk that's going on in these United States of America and the laws that are being passed today, if you can hear all that, and it don't, it don't stir you. Paul said when he went to the city of Athens... And he saw the city totally given idolatry. His spirit was stirred within him. I traced that down one time, and, and I used that in that mission. I found out he was a little angry about it. When he said his spirit stirred within him, it, didn't talk, it wasn't talking about he was getting happy in the Holy Ghost. Amen. But he got stirred. He got shook up. He, there was even a, a, a little anger coming up about him. Hallelujah. And But he says here, he says, Be ye angry and sin not. Uh, how in the world, now they're, that's broke down into two, two different things. Be ye angry and sin not. Uh, how is that possible? How is that possible? Somebody told me one time, well, bless God, Jesus lived for three and a half years, and the Bible said he didn't have no sins. So he never got angry. I said, I beg your pardon. Ain't no way a man can go into the temple and start turning over tables and taking a whoop and whooping somebody for not being a little upset in him. Hallelujah. Amen. But, but he didn't. He didn't go in there and cursing them out. 
you see. Amen. He didn't go in there cursing them out. He didn't go in there swearing at them. Amen. He began to quote scripture to them as he was turning over the tables. He said, it is written that my house shall be called a house of prayer, but you've made it a den of thieves. Hallelujah. Amen. You can become angry without sinning. You can, you can get upset, but you don't have to go, uh, 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 you know, cursing somebody out or, uh, or, or starting to do other things. Then the next part, let not the sun go down upon your wrath. He's saying when you do get angry, don't let it last. Get over it. Amen. Get over it. Get over it quick. Amen. Take care of it because we're supposed to be able to control these kind of things. Don't let the sun go down. Amen. Work it out. Take care of it. Whatever needs to be done, get it done because when we let it linger, it's like getting a splinter in your, in your uh, finger or a part of your body for long to begin to fester up. And anger will turn to bitterness. Well, the words, there's a scripture talks about that. Amen. Hallelujah. We have to get, he says, neither give place to the devil. Don't give the devil an open door to come into your life. Bring it in bitterness. Bringing in hatred. Hallelujah. That's another way. If you get angry at somebody and you start and you and you don't uh, take care of it, you don't get it settled, and you let bitterness come in and you start letting hatred come in, you've done sinned. You've done sin then. You've done done what the word of God says not to do. Don't give don't give the devil any kind of room. Uh, we have to do everything we can do. The Bible says to uh, uh, have have peace and have unity. Uh, that's that is is needed so much, and the Spirit of God cannot work in a group of people, a body of people, if there's not unity there. There has to be unity. Amen. Um, I I uh, uh, I couldn't. Uh, if, if I couldn't, if I couldn't make myself at peace and unify uh, uh, with people and be and, and, and have a right spirit, I, I, I sure wouldn't stay amongst and be the cause of any kind of confusion. Amen. I put myself before under the leadership of men when back when I wasn't pastoring at different times. Uh, you know, no, I didn't. I didn't. Agree, I didn't agree with everything that they they said all the time. But because I was there and I. Um, and I called him my pastor. I stayed submitted uh, and uh, and work work for unity. And that they don't just go between that kind of relationship, but with within one another, the body of Christ. So be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Neither give place to the devil. Don't give uh, no room for Satan to come in. Don't open the door because I promise you, Amen. If you open the door, he's going to walk in. He's going to walk in if you open the door. Then the next point that we want, to, we want to talk about the Scriptures is we need to be a giver, not a taker. We need to be a giver and not a taker. How do you get that out of the Scriptures that we just read, Brother Samuel? Well, 
Let him that stole steal no more. But rather let him labor, working with his hands the thing which is good that he may have to give to him that needeth. Um, We could ask the question tonight, and I think I would probably get as many different answers as we got people here this evening. If you, uh, what, what, what do you think is one of the major things wrong with our society? And we could get a long list out of that. But one of the things that is wrong with our society today uh, is, is people. There's a lot of people that, that, that's got this uh, uh, give me attitude. You know, I, I, I deserve this. I, you know, I mean... <laughs> You 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 do you do the work and the labor, and then you hand you hand over the rewards to me. But uh, the Bible don't don't teach it that way. God expects us to be givers, not takers. Amen. Uh, let him that stole steal the more. There, there's a uh, there's a, a lot of things that you can give different applic- applications to that. Um, amen. Uh, when you think about stealing, steal, uh, don't steal no more. Uh, maybe your your mind would will go one way if somebody taking something. Uh, but uh, let's time, let's let's look at this thing on a spiritual viewpoint just for a moment, because the scripture says, "Owe no man anything." Now. Down through the years, I always run across people, you know, you always got those that wants to make everything in the Word of God literal. But man, there, we just, if we, if we made everything in the Word of God literal, we just will to close the book and sit down because it would be impossible to keep it all literal. Amen. Be, be, be impossible. Amen. Let him that stole steal no more. Then the Bible says uh, uh, that we should owe no man nothing. That's not talking about that that it's a sin for you to go out and make a loan to buy a car or to buy a house or or, or to do something. Uh, And uh, that's that's not what the Scripture's talking about. But I've ran across several people down through the years. You know, they, they say it's totally, completely sinful for you to make a loan for anything. The Bible does not teach that. The Bible does not teach that. Uh, but if you go out and you, you make an agreement with somebody and you make a loan with somebody and then you don't keep up your bargain, then you're stealing then. Amen. Hallelujah. But he said, when he said, owe no man nothing, he said, this is... That right there, he wasn't even talking about money in that scripture right there. He said, because he went right along, he said, you give honor to whom honors do. If you don't give people in your life honor to whom they, 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 they deserve some honor, and you don't give them that honor, you're stealing from them. You see, there's a lot of aspects about this sometimes we overlook. Amen. Sometimes we, we, we get so busy and we get so, and then we get forgetful and uh, we, we, don't, we don't give the honor to whom honors do. 
you know, custom, whom customers do, and, and so on, the Word of God uh, tells us and, and, and talks about. So, over and all, He wants us to be givers and not, not be takers. Then, we want to step a little further. Speak blessings, not cursing. Speak blessings, not cursing. Here's more we read. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying. That's why I'm talking about speaking blessing and not cursing. Hallelujah. Amen. Things that come out of our mouth should be to edify somebody. Should be able to lift somebody up. Amen. To, should be able to encourage somebody. He says that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Amen. I mean, you go, you go back even under the Old Covenant, and if you study the Old Covenant law, and even Jewish people today, they will refuse to go in somebody's house until they pronounce a blessing upon that house. Amen. I mean, that was something that was, that's, that's, a, that's a part of their psyche. I mean, they, uh, they were taught and, and, and through... Uh, uh, their their covenant, you know, about putting blessings upon uh, upon people. He said, "So let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth." Um, once you become a child of God, filled with His Spirit and filled with the Holy Ghost, Amen. Uh, there should be no uh, uh, cursing, no filthy uh, filthy talk. Or, or, or nothing like that come from us, but things that come from us should be to edify one another and to build one another up. Hallelujah. And here's what we're leading to right here. This right here is exactly what we're leading. Don't pursue actions which wound the Holy Spirit. Wow. I remember several years ago when I first got connected to what that verse was saying. Amen. I went for a long time and I didn't realize that you can you can wound the Holy Ghost inside you. You can hurt the Holy Ghost inside you. Uh, let me ask you this question. Has anybody ever said anything to you or did anything to you that hurt your feelings? Yeah, I think that fits us all. I think at one point or the other, we all have had our feelings hurt. All this is tied in to this right here. And we read this, Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed unto the day of redemption. We don't think sometimes that some of our actions can literally grieve. And when you look that up and you go back, and uh, every bit of this stuff I'm talking back, I, I don't go just to the, 
to the English dictionary because this stuff didn't originate with English. In fact, there wasn't even such thing as English when it was written. There was no English language when it was written. I go back to the original, and every, everywhere I went to about this grieve not the Holy Spirit of God has to do with uh, uh, wounding the Spirit of God within you, uh, uh, making the Holy Spirit feel uncomfortable, uneasy. Every day of our life, we should live our life, if we say we have the Holy Ghost, then our actions every day should be to make the Holy Ghost feel welcome and at home in our heart. Amen. Feel welcome and at home in our heart. How we do that? Well, if you're home and you've got, you take your uh, personal prayer time and you pray, you're making the Holy Ghost feel at home. You open up your Bible and read the Word of God. You're making the Holy Ghost feel at home. Uh, you let your light shine, help somebody. You're making the Holy Ghost feel at home. Amen. You're making the Holy Ghost feel comfortable. But um, uh, if I go home, sit back in, in the easy chair and, and sit there and stare at some of those programs, Come on TV today. I might sit, be sitting there and watching them, but I don't think the Spirit of God would be feeling at home with some things that I'm letting come in. You, you follow what I'm saying. Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed. That's our seal. And we talked about that a few weeks back. You know, I showed you a picture of the seal uh, of the king uh, and something else we was teaching a few weeks back. Uh, the Holy Ghost seals us. Uh, and that's, uh, that's very much important. Then, it's not just between you and the Spirit of God, but it's between you and your brother and sister in Christ. That's what's next. Treat your brother the way God has treated you. How should I treat so-and-so? Well, the best answer I can tell you is the same way God has treated you. And the, that scripture right here, and that's it's verse 32, the last scripture, uh, and be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. Hallelujah. Uh, treat your brother and sister the way that God has treated you. Uh, if God has ever forgiven you for something you messed up on, then you should be willing to forgive your brother and sister. Amen? Hallelujah. Tender-hearted. Forgiving one another. Amen. We need to be kind to one another. Showing love. Whatever God has given to you and showed towards you, He does that so you can be a vessel to pour that same thing out into somebody else. 
God has poured into you His grace, His mercy, and His love. But He didn't pour that out to you for us to keep to ourselves. Amen. We have to take that same thing that He's poured in us and pour it in the lives of other people. I'm going to end my part by, by telling you something that I saw. Uh, and it was unreal. Some of you may have seen the same video clip. But there was a camera set up on some street in New York City. And the temperature was five degrees. And there was a young teenage boy Looked like couldn't have been no more than 16 or 17 year old. Standing on the street, holding a cardboard piece of paper, asking for help. No coat on, no cap, just a t-shirt, and the t-shirt was ripped. And it was five degrees in the wind blowing. And everybody just... Some of them just looking at him as he walked by. And he had this black, one of the bigger black uh, plastic trash bags. He, this kid finally pulls out this big black trash keg, uh, uh, bag and he steps over, crawls in it, and lays down on the sidewalk, huddled up in that black trash bag trying to to get a little warmth. And everybody has to... And all this was being filmed. After two hours, somebody stops to help that young boy. And he could have literally laid there and froze to death with all those people passing by. Stopped, knelt down, took his coat off, and put it on that young boy. And guess who it was? It was another homeless person. Another homeless person. Be ye kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. Um, we need we need to to focus not just on ourselves and our needs, but we got to focus on other. I appreciate. I'm gonna give give some that honor who honors do. I, I appreciate so much uh, uh, Douglas and Cecilia doing what they do to bridge ministry, especially right now, this time of the year, cold as it is. You know, still going down there and helping. Uh, and uh, that is what it's all about. It's, it's what this conduct is that we've been talking about.